previously on the L.A. Tay podcast. It's your boy, King Kel. We talking about growing in manhood. Yeah. And so um, that's been that, that that brings a certain peace, because as long as I'm rooted in that reality, I can take comfort in that. And so when I don't understand, I know God is true. But as far as all the other gray areas, because there's a lot of gray areas, um, I'm just here to listen, learn and, uh, you know, just receive as much as I can. Because I don't know it all. And that's that's good because like I said, a lot of people your age, they don't know. They don't they don't know how to be still. Like I got a friend right now that's like twenty three. Yeah. And when I say combative spirit, I try not to go into that realm with him because it's like he will try to take you into a place where I'm no longer in. So it's like I have to I have to really like censor myself around him. And it's like, I'm like, am I being, am I being fake for, cause I'm after censor myself around somebody, mm-hmm. but like, I have to let God be in the midst of what's going on. Yeah. So like, I'm going to try to give you a little example. I ain't going to be long. Yeah, yeah. But I'm curious now. Okay. So he, I have a friend who's very combative. He's like a combative spirit. It's like, you can't tell him anything. You can't really like encourage him to do anything better. Well, you can encourage him, but yet still, Really have a mindset to listen and understand yeah. where I'm coming from. He thinks like you think you know everything because you older than me. I, it's not yeah. that. It's just that I've experienced certain things to a point where my eyes are open. Yeah, because like where where my eyes was at your age, my eyes were very closed yeah. to certain things. So now I see. I see things a lot clearer than it's like a spiritual opening, eye opener, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I believe we talked about this before. Yeah, a little bit. So it's like having like that gift of discernment, mm-hmm. but it's like a, an, an eye opener. So like when you see something about to happen, you basically try to like tell what's tell what's happening, mm-hmm. but not give off like, oh, my God, like being spiritual is like. You don't want to like scare the person off. Right. So like you have to say it in a way that is in a spiritual calmness. Yeah. In a spiritual way. So for him, it's like I told him one time he was like to his mom and like he clicked back on the phone to me. He's like, oh, I can't stand my mom. F her. Da, 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 da. Mm. F this being. Da, da, da. I can't stand her. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, effort. I'm like, Dante, you cannot talk to your mom like that. Come on. You cannot talk to her in that type of manner. I said, I don't care what she said. I don't care what she did. I don't care. You have to talk to her as her son in a humbling way. What you mean? I talk to her like anyway. F you. I'm like, dang, that was F me too. F me too. (laughs) Like, what? So, like, he's like, you don't know nothing. I said, I said, talking for some. Come on, let the man talk. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the LA Tay Podcast. This podcast will be discussing everything from pop culture, pain, trauma, sex, celebrity news, and gossip, and everything underneath the freaking sun. The purpose of this podcast is to bring you things that you've never heard or ever seen in a different light. So let's just jump into it. This is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the speakers, commentaries, experts, and or hosts. They do not explicit or necessarily reflect nor represent the channel's policy or the views held by this channel or broadcast. So enjoy the show and let me know what you think. Go on, I want no smoke with nobody. Hey, if you like what we're talking about in this podcast, we got tons of episodes available. If you want, come check them out. We on the L.A. Tay podcast. It's your boy, King Kel. We talking about growing in manhood. You hear 
you hear a lot of times like why i know that's that was my story i'm asking why a lot like why why me right why does this happen why does this have to happen to me in this way in this regard um especially when you're you're not really asking for much and like the big complaint now is you know cost of living going up to astronomic levels and it is difficult like who who wants to be here um yeah and I started wondering, like, what if what if like your thought pattern never changed? Like, what if you woke up every day feeling like that? Is that an excuse to take your life? I don't think so. Um, I think that there's much more value pretty much. And uh, maybe let me also preface this by saying I've, I've never been suicidal myself. And so maybe I'm not qualified to speak on this, but I've definitely been depressed before. Um, and I'm definitely fighting through a lot of mental things right now. But I've been really just talking to myself and encouraging myself that if the feeling never changes, then let's learn to work through the feeling. Let's learn to operate, not to mask it. I think what we do a lot of times and people try to like just push it to the side. Don't worry about it. Like people become numb. They think basically becoming numb to things is the answer. If you just don't care. And I think there's a difference between just not caring and then allowing yourself to feel what you're going through and not allowing that to have more power than it's supposed to. Linger on into your everyday life. But the only way that you can do that is if you first acknowledge like, dang, this happened and it made me feel this way. Not just with every situation, I don't care. Exactly. Because sometimes we do care. Mm -hmm. And I definitely was the type of person where I would just be like, oh, I don't care. Like, just thought I didn't care. But really, it was affecting me. And because I never addressed it or I didn't even realize I was supposed to address it, that stuff just lingered. It, and that's what happens. It just lingers. It lingers. And you eventually just start lashing out. That makes sense. Can you describe a time when you felt like that? Yeah. I think what comes to mind for me first is like my journey early high school is probably like the where I first recognized it, like all the stuff I had bottled up up to that point, And then just being so angry, the world at life at myself, just just so angry. And I would just contain it. Basically, when I when I would get to those points where I was finally pushed over the wall, I would just do extreme things, uh, end up like attacking one of my brothers in a very severe manner. He probably might not even remember, but I remember you know, that. that that sticks with me. I think about it like, man, like, you know, I almost killed my brother for what? And that was over a, 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 a video game. That's deep. It has been deep. Yeah. Over a video game? So like situations like that, all of them not to that severe severity of degree, but I started realizing like, dang, I got all this anger about stuff. Well, let's start figuring out where this is coming from. Like this stuff didn't just come out of nowhere. And then I just started going through moments of my childhood. Dang. Uh, and again, not to say that I didn't, I just had this terrible childhood, but you know, how you see things through the mind of a child, you just process stuff differently. Yeah. Especially from a child. Like, it's, like I said, for me, some of the stuff, they, it sticks with you. Yeah. It sticks with you until you adult, until you acknowledge it. And I know from, for me, I've had certain situations that I didn't think it bothered me until adulthood, mm -hmm. until I got into this space where I'm like, you know what? That was a problem. That was an issue. That was a situation that I I should have checked then, but at the same time, mm -hmm. I didn't know how because I'm I just didn't know. That's big right there. I didn't I didn't know how. You didn't know how. Like let's even just acknowledge that fact. Um I th that that's just what you see. People don't they just don't know how. And that is a motivating factor for myself because I know the more that I I kind of learn and navigate how the more I can explain and break that down to other people. Um and I, I guess one key or tip and 
how I was kind of like identifying those triggers. The triggers will lead you back to the root. Um, what was it about what that person said? Um, that trigger. Yeah. I guess. And two, how mine would leak out since I, I didn't always have explosive moments of rage, though I did have some moments. I was more passive aggressive. Um, type of man I, I, I aspire to be is a man that's direct. Come on. Hey, let's handle it. Come on. Yeah. Let's handle it. Let's face it. You know, you can only run so long. Come on. I tried to run. Man, it's, it's so like thinking about this topic as a whole. So weird. Like I'm drawing so many blanks, but so, it's OK. Take your time. Yeah. Since I'm, I'm the type of person that's always like wanting to know, I guess you could say it kind of like a truth seeker in a way. But I, I feel like the biggest thing in my relationship with the Lord and even in mental health, it's just recognizing that I, I won't know, always know. Um, and sometimes that comes out in conversation. You're talking to somebody, you're sharing something with them and you're hitting walls, you're hitting blocks for whatever reason. Like you're not able to articulate what you're really feeling. And it's okay in those moments to be like, you know, I, I wanted to share this with you, but I haven't really processed this enough or I can't really, like, don't just be honest with yourself and be honest with those around you. Um, just don't. I think that's what usually pushes or pushes someone into the depths of like mental fatigue or mental disparity is when you, when you just keep lying to yourself. Lies only breed more lies. And then pretty soon you're so lost in this web of lies, you no longer know how to find the truth. And the only thing you can do at that point is sink. You lose your identity. Yeah. You know, the, the funny thing though, even about that is beforehand, like I, I wouldn't even say I even had an identity. I never really had one. The only identity I had was given to me. And I try, I, I made that my identity. Um, but when I came to Christ, that is really where I, I, I started to understand my identity more, that I was kind of more than just my environment, more than who I'm around and what I'm around. Not to say that those things are important, but those things aren't def even the thing I, I defined who I was by what I went through. When in reality, what I went through was just things I went through. They didn't define me. They helped mold. They helped to define, but they weren't the defining factors. And I, I see a lot of times people identify with their trauma, by identify with what they went through. And it's like, no, you're greater than that. Don't diminish the whole core of who you are to just a moment in your life. As far as just to drop a little nugget on depression real quick, because I think it it looks different for everyone. For some people, definitely. just say it might just be sitting in a room by yourself for hours. For some, I, I think there's a good core people that like escapism. Like that's the reason why they're playing the game for as long as they're they're playing it. Maybe that's a reach. That might sound like a reach, but I, I like to think so. You're you're running from reality. You're finding more comfort in that reality than your actual reality. And if I'm not here to say whether that's good or bad, but I guess you got to define for yourself if that's the kind of life you want. And I guess it goes all the way back to that. Defining the life that you want and anytime you're confronted with things that don't align with that reality of what you want, sitting down and figuring out what needs to be subtracted or what needs to be added. And yeah, like you said, you know, you gotta add and subtract things off your plate and put things where they don't belong. If they don't align in your life, shake it off. Like what I'm learning right now, I just did a music video, mm -hmm. which you already know. Mm -hmm. I just heard it was dope. I heard it was dope. Fire. Come on. It was fire. So just did a music video. And after that, I'm still coming down a whole lot. Not even coming off of a high, just coming into a place where I'm at peace. Right. Yeah. So if I got things on my plate that is stressing me out, like moving and, you know, other projects and stuff like that in life and 
bills and society and I'm just stressed out. I'm over scratching the back of my neck because I'm stressed out because life is grabbing me by everything I got left. So after finishing that project, I feel like I'm at a place now that I just need to be at peace. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worrying about now. I'm not worrying about what's what's on the next side, what's on this side, what's on that side. I just got to put things into a place where, you know what, if, it, if it's important, it's important. If it's not stressing me out, I ain't gonna worry about it. Mm-hmm. All I could do is try and give it to the man above. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I just got to just let it be what it be and be done with. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I, I released it back. Yeah. I gave it back to him. Yeah. I'm done. And, you know, I'm, I'm just gotta, I give it to you because yeah. it's out of my control. I tried. I did. I, I always just say I did. I do. I'm done or it's handled. It's fire. You know, I used to say to myself also, like, you know, I am. I have. I deserve. I used to have it on my bulletin board all the time. Is I, that like a mantra? Yeah. I am, I have, I deserve. Yeah. Scripture talks about speaking words of life to yourself. You know, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. I mean, it's as simple as that. Just speaking that life to yourself. You know, what did Moses tell him? Tell him I am has come. So that lets us know that there's power in the I am. And I'm I'm saying that that's something that I honestly struggle with. I am great. I am powerful. I am mighty. Not just saying it one time, but saying that every day I wake up. Now, at least I can say I can look myself in the mirror, but I, I want to get to a place where I'm just constantly speaking life to myself when I don't believe it, when I do believe it, when I don't feel it, when I do feel it, or in season, out of season, when people are around, when people are not around. Where, come, come on. Come on. I'm just a declarer. I'm a I'm an exhorter. I encourage people very well. And so you can learn like this. That's why this season for me or this time period has been like one of the it's been straining, but also very beneficial because I'm learning how to encourage myself consistently and uh, outside of like feedback and response to how others receive me. Now, I want to transition a little bit if that's okay, because that's all right. I feel like. You can't talk about growing into manhood if we uh, don't talk a little bit about relationships. Come on now. To me, that's been one of the the more eye openers to to the mark of my maturity, because I, I know I had a tendency to put women on a higher pedestal than they probably should have been on. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying don't treat your girl like a queen because she's a queen, black queen, white queen, Hispanic queen, no Puerto Rican queen. Mm-hmm. But every woman is not your woman. That, that's true. And people get caught up with those soul ties. Man. And trying to be with a woman that that's not even in, that's not even for them. She not meant for you, bro. No, she's Pay, not. Come on. No. Whether platonic or romantic, whether male or female relationships, not even just in a romantic sense, but even primarily to the romantic sense. If so, someone is showing you repeatedly that they don't want to be around you, don't ignore the signs. I was listening to these quotes at work, matter of fact, one of them was like the kid asks, why do I? Why do night guys, why do nice guys always get the worst girls or something like that? And he responds, you know, people only take what they accept or mm-hmm. or they only take what they think they deserve. Mm-hmm. And so that to that to like relate that to the mark of maturity, like I've I've seen I would hear people say it. I didn't at point in my life, a young teen, I didn't really understand my value what I offer, what I had to bring, even if at that time it was very minuscule. Um, I knew that it was definitely more than I knew a lot of the other guys were, but I didn't see or think that way. And so I always compared myself to what I saw. And I came to a point of just recognizing like how great of a person I am, how kind I am, how sincere I am, how 
my character. I'm not a liar. I'm a man of integrity. You know, a lot of qualities you don't really hear or see too much of nowadays. And so it's like, dang, for all these years, I was constantly lowering myself. When in reality, it should have never been that way. And so in, in lowering myself, it caused me to either accept people I should have never really accepted or crave desire or even try to pursue women that I really shouldn't have tried to pursue. And in fact, if I would have saw it from a clear line, a clear eye lens, I'd have been like, oh, no, nah, she got to get cut off. That That's not worth my time. It's not worth my energy. Will that be like after a couple of months or in a couple of weeks? I think a couple of weeks. Really? I think you can tell. That's, the, that's that word again with the say discernment. discernment. I think you I think you can you can really get a I'm not saying judge everything in a, a few words. But you can you can kind of get a feel early on whether or not this person thinks you're worth their time. If in a couple weeks you're uncertain, then give it a couple months. But if you go a couple months and you really see it then drop it, because I, I, I got a homie of mine who the girl let him know from the very beginning how invested she was and then vice versa. And, you know, some guys on the opposite end of the spectrum where they let the girl know how much they were. I think that that's kind of the point being direct, being open is if I'm letting someone know up front, maybe I'm not like you, you might just meet someone. So clearly you're not going to be head over heels over this person. But if I let a person know that I have sincere interest in them and then they respond by not giving me the time of day there, I try to schedule things. I'm trying to get to know this person on a deeper level and something's always coming up. We Maybe we do schedule plans and she keep canceling on me. I think that's a, like, nah, don't accept that. Keep it pushing because there's somebody that's going to treat you better than that. Exactly. And it might be the person that you overlooked. It could most certainly be the person you overlooked. It most certainly could. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. It's time for a commercial break. Hey, are you looking for a podcast that is funny, teachable, insane, and downright hilarious? Well, check out the LA Tay Podcast. The LA Tay Podcast is a show that will go over everything. Pop culture, pain, trauma, sex, celebrity news, and gossip, and everything underneath the sun. This show will be something that listeners can engage and understand different points of view. You will grow and learn this podcast. Follow us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast at. Hip-hop. This is his world. He owns it. He controls it. Fresh hip-hop and R&B. You're listening to 107 The Vibe. Fresh and hip-hop and R&B. Hi, this is Vante from We Cut Lawn Care in Cleveland. In today's fast-paced world, it's easy to get burnt out, and that goes for your lawn, too. Don't let your busy schedule affect your curb appeal of your home. One simple call to We Cut Lawn Care in Cleveland is all it takes to get your lawn back on track. Call today and receive a 25% off your total lawn care program cost. 555-LAWN. That's 216-555-5296. And remember, we cut lawn care because we keep rolling along. You know what time it is. It's your boy King Kel with the L.A. Tay podcast. And we're back from the commercial break. Definitely could because the person that you that you, you see her as a little friend or she's talking to you and she, she's like a bestie friend of you. She's probably the one that's made to be for you. Struggle with that. 
I'm just I'm I'm just saying. Uh-huh. The person you like, oh, that's just my little homegirl. That's my best friend. You know, this, this, this. but it could be the one that could have been your soulmate. Yeah, you just never know. I yeah. guess. Yeah, my fault. No, no, no. You, you just you gotta be careful with who you attract and what you pick up. Like you said, you know, lowering your standards for somebody who wouldn't really give you a time of day yeah, or basically treat you like garbage or like you some type of stray on the street. Come on. So, you know, you got to just got to use that discernment. Like you said, you got to figure out who's there for you. Like you found it out in a couple of weeks. Sometimes it takes people a lifetime to figure out this person was no good for me. And it shouldn't take no lifetime. I'm telling you, I'm telling you because First off, if a person isn't my opinion, I could argue or whatever. If a person isn't pushing you to grow, I don't mean like just being that, but just that person in your life makes you have this desire to be elevating at a different level. I, I would think about that. Uh, whether you're the female and that's the man and or whether you're the man and that's the female, because why are you going to connect with someone long term that isn't motivating you to do better? Like, that's real talk. Uh, and why would you want to be with someone that's complacent? If the mark of some some people even say that happiness is found in growth. The, the where you'll find the most contentment is where you're growing in life. Um, and I, I, I kind of believe that there's some truth to that because some of the most bitter people that I know refuse to acknowledge their reality. Some of the angriest people I know refuse to acknowledge their reality. And some of the people that I've seen with the most peace are those that are understanding, that are willing to acknowledge their wrongs, that are constantly, they're not, they're not just pushed. Um, like they have that great balance. Mm-hmm. They have a, a balance of striving for more, but also knowing when to take time and rest and relax. And, uh, you know, I just take note of that. Do you feel like you have to like not lower your standards, but do you feel like a woman should accept you? Ex- now, listen to me now. I'm listening. Accept you for who you are as when you come to the table. So, like, you don't have to be this hardcore dude that society tells mm-hmm. that we have to be. Can you be vulnerable, not just with your lady, but if she can love you in all aspects of you? I mean, I think you should never require from someone what you're not willing to put in, right? So, I would certainly love to love my girl in every aspect of her. Um, I, I think it's a lot wiser for someone to to look at where I'm at, the reality. And if you could be content with this, not that you should settle for this, don't. But if you can look at where I'm at currently and be like, you know, I wouldn't mind that. Then, yeah, because there's no guarantee. Um, I think that's where we make mistakes. A lot of times is we think or we assume our idea or image of somebody that they're going to reach that level. It's like, nah, that's low key wisdom, even for the male perspective. Like if you're getting with a chick, understand that if she was never to grow past this point, would you still think she was worth pursuing? Um, and if the answer is no, that's kind of crazy though, too, because you know, if the answer is no, the only reason the answer would be no is if you recognize that she's the type of woman that probably wouldn't pursue growth. Um, and so, yeah, if she could see me and was like, I don't think you're going to do anything and still embrace that. I, I don't think she should, but I think I would give her points. Like it would just speak to me a little bit differently if she did. I don't know. I just think there's something to be said about being willing to stick it out with someone through the hard times and you guys building and growing something together. Mm-hmm. I think we've lost that, that, that essence a little bit. Um, everybody wants everybody to have it all together. Yeah. Um, some of like from the moment you're 18 for some people. Yeah. A lot of women, most women want you to be, have a man to have money, have a job, have this, have that, you know, be well-groomed, all these things. And it's like, sometimes the man ain't got that. 
No, it take time. It take time. And it's like, like you said, if they're not going to willing to love all the aspects of you before you get to that point, then there's no point of having that person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got to like love the person through the pain. I think. And see them and not just this like, ooh, I can't have that person because he ain't making six figures. It's like, "Mm, I mean, you ain't making six figures. You not having everything that you got going on. I love you organically. Yeah. But you can't love me the the way I am right now. You know, that's real talk. And you got to see like see beyond the lens of what you see. Yeah. Because sometimes the stuff behind it is deeper and better for the other side. Man, it's almost like you're gambling for real, for real. It's what this person showing you worthy of gambling on, um, not with their speech. That's one thing I'm, I'm really taking note of. It's so easy to talk a good game. I've talked a great game um, about a lot of things. What do my actions say? Do my actions align with what you're willing to bet on? Do you see me no matter what? What is it? Rain, sleet, snow, providing and making a way in my own life. Do you see me yielding to leadership in my life? And then vice versa, what I'm kind of looking for. Are you are you kind? Are you understanding? Of course, you know, it's very important. What's your relationship with God like? How do you respond to men in your life? Um, how do you respond to confrontation? Are you sincere? Are you genuine? Are you caring? You know, I was a big attraction guy. Like I would have settled for a lot as long as you look good. It's, it's not really enough for me anymore. I'm saying that I don't want a girl that I'm attracted to. I, of course, I want to be attracted to her as well, but it, it's not not as high up on the totem pole as it used to be for me. Um, I just want a girl where I can really be attracted to just every aspect of her, her character. Of course, her beauty, her standards, her work ethic, how she speaks, how she moves. And that all playing into the whole, her personality, her humor. It's like, well, dang, like you could have the baddest chick on the block, but it really don't matter because you can't connect with her on any level. Compatibility. It's everything. Yeah. It's everything. You got to see the person as who they are, but also love them in a way that is deeper than your eyes can see. Yeah. Makes sense, right? It makes a lot of sense. And I've, uh, and I, I've. I've really carried myself for a long time with uh, with a lot of dignity. And I think that's something that my partner will appreciate one day. Like for real, my aunt, you know, she would talk, she would primarily be talking to me and my cousin. It, it honestly got me thinking, but she would always tell us like, we don't recognize how great of men we are, you know, in our, in our, our younger years. And it's something that's been like frequenting my mind a lot more, which has also helped my resolve and not just like jumping at whatever comes at me. It's like, well, dang, like, you know, she got a point. You know, you're not, you don't just find in scriptures. I know I keep referencing the scriptures, but it says that there were mighty men of valor that rode with King David. Like, you don't just find mighty men of valor anywhere. You don't just find men that are sold out seeking God. You, like, don't, you don't see them in a, in a club, a strip club. Come on. You see them in doing the Lord's work. You see them in places where you would least expect them to be at. Man, uh, I could really go in on that, but I'm <laughs> I'm not for the sake of time. Um, but but yeah, like uh, for any of my brothers really listening, like, and if you don't think you're that type of guy that's worth something more, then really do your best to embody that man. Because if you can't recognize yourself as that man. What what business do you really have, kind of connecting to someone on that level? You're supposed to be the leader, the provider, provider, the protector. You know, you don't even got that self assurance on yourself. I ain't say I ain't say arrogance, but just that self assurance and what you're building and what you're producing. Yeah, and I ain't saying I'm going crazy out here, but producing positivity. But I, I 
I know I'm walking with the Lord, you know, and you know, that alone brings me a great level of peace in any aspect of my life. Because I know whether I'm on the streets or I'm in a mansion, I'm going to be taken care of. That's right. That's right. Come on. As long as you, as long as you acknowledge him and, you know, you walk with him every day. Don't get me preaching in here. I'm, I'm just saying, like, have a little preaching session. We was just like, look, off air, we was just singing, you know, worship songs. So, you know, this is the day, you know. This is the day. Come on, I mean, you 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 asked me off off the segment because we're getting close to the end. Yeah, we're getting very close. You asked for a little freestyle. This might be the 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 perfect time to yeah weave uh, it in there. Yeah, so Mr. King Kel, King Kel, Mr. King Kel, can you give us a little bit of freestyle before we close out of here? Stuff like that. Yeah, this is this is off the dome, by the way. But yeah, they call me King Kel. Spit hot fire from the living well, living within me. They've been doubting my passion. I said, come in. They need to learn to forgive me for the things that I've done, for the wrongs I've committed. But I thank the sun up above because I'm acquitted. Yeah, it's so sickening. The spirit is quickening, pushing me to new levels and heights. Man, are you kidding me? What? I said, man, are you kidding me? Now, hold on. Now, that was off the top, but let me let me pull out something that I got. Oh, shoot. Look, you want to pull it out some more. Come on. Come on. I got a touch of mercy flowing through my veins, mixed with the love of God running in my brain. Don't forget the strength of God beating in my heart. His grace, the spark that ignited in the dark. Never planned to embark, but since I'm here now, best believe I'll play my part, killing fear now. Got this traction in the spirit, going to tear down Satan in this kingdom. I'm taking back my share now. Take what's another one. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> From the chasm, the abyss, I lived like the Loch Ness, treating God like a myth. Before I rose from the dirt like Lazarus, took off full sprint. You saying they ask as I dip into the water of holiness, took a look at wicked flesh. Who's controlling this was a mystery at best. Wasn't making sense until I teamed up with the scriptures confronting ignorance. Ooh, and now I'm intimate, communing with the infinite, perplexed by a love that's limitless, meticulous. He took the keys from death. Sounds ridiculous. Took the weight of the whole world. Then he started lifting it. Forget talking. Got to treat him like he's different. A universal creator came down wrapped in humbleness. Lord Jesus, help me if I'm missing it. Even Satan turned after witness. Did you hear what I said? Even Satan turned after witnessing. Do y'all understand where this now? I'm going to preach real quick. Oh, man. Do you understand that Satan was in the glory of God before he fell, man? He saw God's full glory. So what that lets me know is that it's not enough just to see or even be in the presence of God. If your heart ain't right, it says that one day pride was found in him and that contaminated him eventually to the decrepit creature that we know today. If your heart ain't right, if your spirit isn't wholly given to him, I would say you got a reason to fear. Um, that's why my prayer, one of my prayers all the time is just, Lord, let my let my heart be yours. Let my soul be yours. Let my mind be yours. Because like I said and referenced earlier, I know that if that prayer is answered, no matter if I'm on the street, I'm in a mansion, I'm anywhere, God is with me, man. And there's no greater comfort than that. Amen. Amen. Well, Mr. King Kel. Man, come on. Come on. Of the most high God. Praise him. Is there anything that you want to tell the people before we chart out of here? Yeah. Because you just gave a nice, healthy verse. Okay. 
Yeah. You you spent bars. Man. That was fire. Thank you, bro. So I don't know anything else can top that, but anything you want to like give the people or anything you want to share that you're working on right now or anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess first I'll share my socials. You can read you can look me up on Instagram at Kel underscore one four nine. That's my TikTok and my Instagram. Those are really the only platforms that I'm currently on. I got a couple poems on there. I'm more of a poet that's been really trying to start really putting music out here. And so I can't I don't got no specific dates on when my first single or project will drop, but stay tuned. I know it's going to be some time this year, Lord willing, really working to get the I guess I don't even need the equipment, but working to just to get some of the equipment and some of the logistical side of things done. But you'll definitely find all poetry slash Kel. That's where you can find all my poetry. Uh, but if you if you look me up on Instagram, I got a link to my poetry on the Instagram. If you want to check some of that out, um, I talk about a lot of God primarily, um, but I also got like poems on just deeper things as well. Got poems on love, got poems about wisdom, got poems about like, mental fatigue. Come out there, leave a comment, let a brother know how he can improve. I'm not against critique. There's anything else I want you to know, man. I'm a passionate. If you, if you couldn't figure out by the podcast, I'm a passionate follower of the Lord. Man, I think Tasha Cobb's got a song. She says, where would I be without you? Mm. That's, the, that's the story of my life. I'm not sure where I would be without God, but in the words of Kanye, I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Come on. Man, I guess we'll never know. Okay, tell the people a positive note to give to them. <sighs> Does it have to be for me? And that gets straight from my, my handbook. Let's give a little positive note, like something, you know, tell somebody to hang on in there or whatever's going on. Whatever you feel from the heart, that's how we're going to do it. If you wouldn't be content doing what you're doing with no one knowing, then can you really be sure you love what you're doing? That's my question. I don't know if that's a positive question, but the, what I'm trying to invoke here is you should at least be doing something you love. I don't think... Your career necessarily has to be something you love, but you can use your career to fund a passion. You can use your job to fund a passion. And so make sure you're dedicating time to what you love to do. And don't let anybody shame. If you're somebody that loves to do puzzles, but puzzles are looked at as uncool, man, do your puzzles. If you like to hike, go hike. You like to travel, then go travel. Don't let anybody diminish the things that you love to do. That's King Kel for you. All right, everybody, you heard it here first. I am L.A. Tay, and this has been a word from my guy, my friend, Mr. King Kell. If you like what you heard today, follow him on all social media platforms, such as the ones he just named. He gave a positive word about growing into manhood. All right, guys, we're out of here. I'll see you at the next appointed time. See ya. Hey, if you got time and you ready to elevate your mind, you better come and listen to what we got to say in these lines. It's the L.A. Tape Podcast. Tune in next week for the latest episode of the L.A. Tape Podcast. Gone now. I don't want no smoke with nobody. All right, maestro. Roll the outro. We out of here. Thank you for listening to the L.A. Tape Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this message. If you did, please drop down a like, a comment, or a thumbs up. We appreciate this podcast is powered by the L.A. Tape Experience, LLC. There will be a new episode every Friday at 1 p.m. I am your host. LHA95 and I'll see you at the next appointed time. See ya!